Hey y'all, welcome to the Boss Gang. Here at Boss Talk with Bree, we cultivate and create safe spaces for African-American kings and queens to have those hard and silent conversations we tend to avoid and motivate and encourage each other to be our best and authentic self. Welcome. What's up, what's up, what's up, Boss Gang? I have not spoken to you in such a long time. Um, 2019? <laughs> um, yeah, um, it's been since 2019 and it's 2022. Um, <clears throat> just know that I've missed you. Um, and I thank you so much for all my OG supporters. Um, life happened, you know, <laughs> life really happened. Um, I had just moved to a new state, a new area, the DMV, just getting acclimated to um, moving up here. I first moved up here with family, and then I moved into my own apartment like two months later. Um, so yeah, it was a lot then just um, going through work and a lot all. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Yes. Um, so if you are new here, um, we welcome you to the boss gang. Now that it is a new year, we are starting things a little differently. So now, um, starting with our episodes, we will light a purple candle. Um, we light a purple candle to speak truth to power. And I also have a white candle here um, next to it for clarity as well as protection. And I also ask that you have um, water nearby because water just helps our heart flow um, when we start having those hard conversations. Um, so, yes, pay attention to your body during these episodes to know, you know, where exactly you were affected. All righty. So let's get started. So starting off, we start off with some um, culture facts of what has happened through the week. So, um, our first fact is a history fact. So, I learned that Caesar did not come see and conquer. He came, he saw, but he, in fact, did not conquer. But guess who did? <laughs> and you can bet your bottom dollar it was a black man, because you know it. So, we have um, African Emperor Septimus Servius. Um, he was actual, actually the one responsible for building the walls of Roman London. So he was um, a warrior from North Africa that um, traveled to Britain for, um, I guess, you know, to help them out um, to be an emperor. And they asked, you know, what could they do? Because they was losing the fight, of course. And he is responsible for um, creating the, again, wall of Roman London to where they would not be invaded. All right, so um, there is a bust of Severus in the Britain Museum. However, um, it is white, so it is an inaccurate depiction of who and what he was. Um, so if we have any artists out there that is willing to redo our Emperor Septimus, Please do. Please look into it. Um, and if you want to learn more on Septius, um, they have a documentary on Amazon Prime called Britain's African Emperor to check out. So do that. All right. Moving on to number two, Ari Fletcher. Now, I hate to give like 
negative light on a black woman. I do. Um, but we must be held accountable for our actions and what we say. So apparently, um, there's a video out there, um, Shade Room, anywhere, if you do the hashtag Ari Fletcher, um, where she made comments about domestic violence victims. And she was basically just saying that she didn't care. Um, don't put it in her comments and she didn't care. So she had that right to feel that way. However, sometimes it's not what you say is how you say it. Um, and I'm not, a, I'm not agreeing with not caring, um, because I do, um, care about domestic violence and I'm not saying that she don't, I just maybe think that it came off wrong and it came off extremely wrong because, um, Big girl, Riri, don't play with her, said, um, thank you for your services, but you are longer needed here at Savage Fancy. And yeah, so Ari is being held for her, accountable for her actions and comments towards domestic violence um, by openly saying that she did not care. And it's one thing to say it to your friends in a friend group, but ma'am, you are a public figure. Like everything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law and in the court of people. Yeah. So, um, I hope that she sincerely comes out and explains what she meant by that. If she sincerely didn't care or don't care. Um, I hope she stays 10 toes on that. And I just really, really hope it doesn't happen to her. Um, because that is, that's a hard road to hoe um, when you've publicly announced that you didn't care about domestic violence and um, it would be just so, so sad if it happened to her. So we're going to keep her protected so that she don't have to live on the other side, okay? And third one, happy birthday to Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan. The projects, y'all, every Friday I play <laughs> the whole album top to bottom bottom to top um it's just a really really good album like just hearing the um the stories and the journey and the evolution of women you know um but I can say fellas don't feel left out because um Jazzy says she will have to create a men's um project because us women are trifling honey if y'all go to Jasmine Sullivan's page, she has some of her saved stories where she asks um, questions. Chow. Those responses will have you hollering. I'm talking about hollering. So if you in need of a good laugh, um, go to her page and look at those stories and see why um, she's going to come out with a male version of Hotels. All right, so... All right, so let's get into the fun stuff. So the name of this episode is called Do It Scared. And basically in this episode, we are addressing fear, um, the causes of fear, and what can we do to overcome fear. So as you all know, um, we start off with the quote of the week. So the quote of the week comes from Ayala Von Zant, a.k.a. Rhonda Harris, if you didn't know. Um, and she says, you can't do anything as long as you're afraid of what might happen. No matter what the problem is, we must muster up the courage to face it. Okay. 
Ashe, Ashe. Um, and I, I wholeheartedly agree. And as we get through the episode, you will see why and how. So y'all, like fear is running rampant through our community. Like we have a fear of loss, a fear of being seen or heard, a fear of being too much, but not enough at the same time. Fear of speaking truth to power, fear of choosing you. Um, so what is fear? So fear is defined as an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger, real or imagined. Alexa, play trigger. <laughs> so um, fear is a trigger reaction, basically. You only receive fear if you feel you are in real or imagined danger. Um, so I couldn't just say like all feelings are valid, whether it's real or it's imagined, like all of your feelings are valid. But we also have the choice to either accept the fear or say, fuck it. Um, either way, you're going to have to work through something. Um, so how do we get to do it scared? So um, just going into a little story time. So I have been having um, just a lot of hard um, times at my job, right? So sometimes I would go in, be perfectly fine, go in, my chest would hurt like literally all day. I remember one day um, I was just bent over the desk all day um, because my chest was hurting. My chest was hurting so bad. And some of my coworkers, they were concerned. It's like, you should go to the hospital, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, no, um, even though we have good insurance, I was like, nah, um, I didn't think it was, you know, like no heart attack or nothing. Um, and when I went home, my coworker called me, she was like, your chest still hurt. And y'all, I totally forgot. Like my chest was hurting because like when I got in my car and went home, my chest would stop hurting. And sometimes like I would go to work, I would be nauseated and stuff like that. And I'm not really like a nauseous person, hate throw up, just all that. And that encompasses it. So yeah, that's not me. So I knew that, you know, things were affecting my body. So I'm like, um, I just moved up here two years ago, um, got this job, you know, was offered this job when I was back home in Georgia. So I specifically moved up here for this job. What am I going to do? Like, if I leave this job for my mental health, what am I going to do? Um, and I let that stop me for a long time. So let's get back into the episode. I'm a tight end. I'm a tight end. So um, life is what we make it for real. And we choose what we accept in our life. Um, and fear should really not be one. Um, it's so taxing and draining and it really keeps you in stagnant positions. Um, like I just said, like, you know, um, my fear was, you know, me moving up here, not knowing nobody and, or, you know, anyone in the professional field thinking that me thinking that because I do. Um, and I, I just thought that I had to stay and move on and, and build my skills and build my skills. So health conditions that are caused by fear um, are anxiety, PTSD, separation anxiety, and agoraphobia. So like it's a whole phobia out here caused by fear. Um, and I can say that um, I have been diagnosed with anxiety and depression. Now, the scale of it um, is not as high as others, but when you go to therapy, um, you're supposed to have a diagnosis for the insurance. So, um, and I do have anxiety just this week. No, last week when I um, 
turned in my resignation, I had an anxiety attack, like literally right after. And I had to call my friend and we had to go through our anxiety attack tools to help calm me down. We didn't have to go through the whole one. So it wasn't a full blown anxiety attack. So, you know, me being real active on Twitter and Twitter is like, you know, a journal. People pay me attention. People don't pay me attention. I have had two viral tweets this year and we're going we gonna to talk about that. Not this episode. We're going to talk about that. Yes, we're going to talk about that. But anyway, um, so, you know, I just I expressed myself on Twitter and I um, you know told Twitter I had resigned from my job. So I have um, a spiritual friend. Shout out to Salah. Um you know, she commented that that was something that she had been wanting to do for a while. Like she just felt it in her spirit and in her heart. And so I told her, you know, um, she's fully capable and we all are, you know, we are fully capable of making our own choices and taking care of ourselves. You know, sometimes we don't have to depend on what we think we do because of our um, perceptions and what we've been taught, you know, us being older now, we we appreciate our parents and their values that they've instilled in us. However, us growing older, like we are um, creating our own values and, and sometimes our values might be different from our parents. You know, it just depends on the core values. So, um, yeah, so I was telling her, you know, you want to do if this something that you want to do, fuck it, do it scared. And, you know, um, she said that that really resonated with her, you know, the do it scared part. And that's, that resonates with me. Like, um, in life, like shit, you, sometimes you just got to do it and you got to do it scared because you're not going to always have a good feeling. Like just, we were talking about the, the definition of fear, um, is being triggered by something real or imagined that you feel that you're in danger. So yes, you quitting your job. You feel like you are in danger of losing your finances. Like all that education that you received and that money that they think we gonna pay back. Cause that's between God and them, not me above me now. Um, yeah, all that money that, you know, we supposed to pay back. You, you start thinking like, dang, like, what did I do that for? Or what, what am I doing? Like you just, you, you go into this cycle, like a fear cycle, a negativity cycle. So when fear comes all the negative thoughts in your mind just come to the front. Like thoughts that you didn't even think that you had. Like, damn, like where the hell you came from? I didn't even, I don't even think like that. Like where, where did you come from? But in that moment, you have to realize like, who's talking? Is it fear or is it you, your true authentic self? So, um, and fear is really a tactic to survive. Like fear does push you. Um, but it's really a tactic to survive and y'all, we ain't trying to survive. Like we're trying to live, like we, we trying to live. So we trying to disregard all fear, you know, within us. So how do we get to the other side of fear? So, um, sometimes we think, or we were taught, I'm not gonna say sometimes, like we were taught, like the opposite of fear is courage and the opposite of love is hate. However, y'all, um, really the opposite of fear is love. What, Bria? Like, that don't even make sense. Right? So, I'm going to say it again. For the people in the back, the opposite of fear is love. So, how do how do we get there? So, um, there's this quote by Stephen Pressfield. 
It says, the opposite of fear is love, love of the challenge, love of the work, the pure joyous passion to take a shot at our dream and see if we can pull it off. And I, um, I learned that the opposite of love is fear. The opposite of fear is love. When I was at a really, um, an entrepreneurship workshop, um, back home in Atlanta and it really blew my mind, you know, and, but I also <laughs> didn't think, um, anything about it until I was writing this episode, you know, um, and I was thinking like, I heard this somewhere. So yes, I wanted to share that gem, um, with you and, you know, to, to go back to the quote, it speaks truth to power, right? Um, because it changes the perspective and the narrative. That trigger that we feel when we start having fears, that trigger is most likely rooted in something that has happened or hasn't happened. And it was a struggle for you or a challenge, if you will. So change your perspective and love the challenge. Like, let's, I'm going to say that again and we just going to rest on that, okay? Love the challenge. Like that gets you excited. <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but that gets me excited. So let me not say you, but that gets me so excited. Like love the challenge because I often feel that I'm a rebellious soul because if you tell me to do something, I might, I might nine times out of 10, like do the opposite. If it's not something that I want to hear and not in a bad way, or let me, let me change that. Let me, let me go back. Let me go back. If you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to find a way to will or do it. Changing your perspective brings out the Nipsey in you. Um, because, you know, the late great Nip said, the game is going to test you. Never fold. Stay 10 toes down. It's in you, not on you. And what's in you, they can't take away. So whatever that challenge is, it is developing you to be the person you're asking to be. So why not love that? You know, like, because essentially you're loving yourself through every aspect and every process of where you're trying to be. You know, we just, we really can't ask um, to be this person, um, our best self. Let's say our best self. We can't really ask to be our best self and not love the process, because sometimes it's really a not about the destination, but the journey, you know, like what did you do through that journey to create you to be the best for that destination? Because sometimes we can mess ourselves up, um, in the, in the middle by asking for something that we're not prepared for and we get in it and we, we just mess it up and we have to go back. So, Loving yourself throughout that journey and, and loving that challenge is going to create a resiliency in you that you might not even recognize yourself. And sometimes that resiliency is not really for you. It's for the next person so that you can inspire the next person. So, you know, when we love something, we are giving it a chance. When we fear something, somewhere in our mind, we're rejecting it be an idea, action, or whatever. So loving the challenge is giving yourself the ability to be challenged. And, you know, we say life is a challenge. So we're going to have those. And sometimes we pick and choose our battles. Um, 
but you don't you don't stand down. You know, you you take a challenge head on, and you know that is that is the love of the challenge. You know, being stagnant or complacent from growing, um, it's kind of insane when you use the definition of insanity. Um, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. It's insane for you to stay where you are because you are afraid. You don't know what's on the other side. You don't know who you are on the other side. So you might think like, nah, that's too much. I don't know how to handle that. But what you go through might necessarily prepare you for what you will need to handle. So why are you self-sabotaging? Go back to episode one. I know it was in 2019. It was it was a long time ago, but you can go back. <laughs> um, and don't self-sabotage yourself like that. Don't don't give into fear to where you just won't allow yourself to grow. And that goes back to my action of do it scared. You know, like growth is scary, um, always. So you might as well just do it scared. So how do we um, do it scared. I have four actions that you can take to help um, help you do it scared. So number one, starting off with my favorite mantra, my favorite affirmation. I probably say it every day, probably five times a day. Um, so yeah, my favorite mantra is fuck it. <laughs> Simple. And so vulgar, right? But I am a lady, okay? <laughs> but no, for real, fuck it. And like, I I imagine, um, or I use fuck it as like a cord cutter. So imagine when saying fuck it, you are cutting the cord between you and whatever the problem is. And you out of there. You wash your hands with it. Bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm done. Um, so yes, you you just say fuck it. You know, um, the second one, um, which, which could be your number one as well. So don't take this in, um, order, chronological order, um, cause it doesn't have to be, um, explore your fear. Um, what are you afraid of? What is triggering you about the situation? How can you work through that trigger? Um, and there are a lot of ways that you can express that outlet. You know, if you're an artistic person, you could draw you know, draw your fears, um, draw, draw what's triggering you. Um, if you're someone like myself, journaling really does help, you know, having these as prompts, like, what are you afraid of? What is triggering you about the situation? How can you work through that trigger? You know, it allows your mind to just do a dump because sometimes when you start writing, you just can't stop. Um, and sometimes it, it, it takes you a while to get to the writing because you don't want to explore all that's in your mind. But getting those questions out and answering those questions on paper um, allows you to go through the process, like the full process of getting it out, put it on paper to where it's out of your mind. And um, I also suggest um, therapy if it's, you know, that, well, I suggest therapy regardless. There ain't no if, ands, buts about it. So you can talk with your therapist about it. Um, you know, what's what you're fearful of and what's triggering you and how is that affecting your daily life? You know, um, 
but I, I, I say journaling because sometimes when you have a conversation with somebody, that conversation, what you say and what they say, like replays back in your mind. So you're like, dang, I should have said this. or I could have said this. or I didn't express this. But on in journaling, you can do it. Like you don't have to go in order of the conversation. You go in order of how it comes in your mind. And sometimes when you are having that just brain fart of like journaling, like I don't know what to write. You can write one word, two words, three word sentences. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like just a mind dump. Get it out. So the third one, breathe. Very simple. Something we do every day. Sometimes we forget to do it. Depending on, you know, what what the issue is. Our body really is the first um, to respond to triggers, fears, and anxiety. You know, that's why I say pay attention to your body. A lot of times my uh, my chest gets tight uh, when I'm talking about something that's, that's um, hard to talk about um, or a trigger, like my heart gets tight. So breathing and breathing through that helps release some of that uptightness, you know, Um it is, is the, it is the best and most effective tool when we are experiencing our triggers, anxiety, and fears. And sometimes we just, we don't want to do that or it's hard for us to do that because our mind isn't on doing that. But if you want to stay alive or if we want to live, that's the thing to do first, breathe. And to take it a step further, um... Breathe to a meditation. I know my favorite one is Trigger Protection Mantra by Janae Aiko. It's not the actual song Trigger. It's the protection mantra. So she go through I'm protected, um, calm down eventually. So it's not telling you like calm down right now, calm down right now. It's saying calm down eventually. Breathe through it. You know, breathe through it. And that is available on iTunes, you know, everywhere, um, if you want to check that out. So the fourth one, make an action plan. Do not remain stagnant. Um, so so doing it scared, um, a lot of times your triggers are why you don't want to do it. And I know for me, my um, my biggest thing or a big value to me is financial stability. So for me to say, I'm going to quit my job and I don't have a job lined up or, you know, they're taking too long to get back and everything because we, we are still in a, a penny, you know, um, and it's it's hard for everybody. So, you know, me thinking that I'm going to lose my financial stability, I had to create a plan because that was the only way I was going to stay sane. You know, I'll be in the crazy house. And I'm not saying that my plan is 100% proof because I just had, to be totally transparent, I just had a moment yesterday like, fuck. <laughs> like, what if this really don't work out? Like, or, you know, these people taking too long to get back to me or I don't have the ability to do this. But that was just really negative talk. I had to breathe. And meditate through that because um, the, the the negative side was about to start winning. But I, I, I couldn't even close my eyes without continuing to create a plan. Um, and even if it was, okay, tomorrow I'm going to write about this or I'm going to create this, um, that's still a plan. 
So create a plan. Don't don't just be dangling out there in life. You know, and sometimes that's okay. Let me not say that. Let me not say that. I'm not going to it's not a projection, but it's a um it's a moment of concern, you know, when people just be out there dangling dangling in life. But even if you want to dangle in life, have a solid plan within that, you know. Um I'm a I'm a free spirit. I'm a free bird. You know, some people don't understand my um my actions, my choices, and my decisions. Even when it came to moving up here, um, baby, I moved quick. Okay, I told her to give me thirty days, and within that thirty days, I told everyone goodbye, and I was out. You know, people was thinking like, oh, okay, next year, because it was in October. Like, okay, next year you moving? Nope. In a month, thirty days, two weeks, a week. Bye bye. <laughs> so um, so yeah. I didn't let fear, the fear of going into a new place, um, ruin my decision to come up here because it was actually one of the best decisions that I have made. So, you know, and within my decision to leave in a job that brought me up here, of course, the fear was, damn, I, I might have to go back home, which was not the intention when I left. But that's, that's just what it is, fear. So like, I'm choosing to love the challenge. Like, yes, it will be a challenge um, with what I'm going to embark, which is my natural beauty business, which is staying consistent within my podcast, which is, you know, increasing my fashion and beauty so that um, I can reach my best self. Because that's really, you know, what we're all on the journey of being our best self, doing those things that um we need to, or we want to be and cultivate and create our best self. I'm doing that. So essentially I'm not losing. And what's the, what's the fear in that, you know, loving the challenge and loving who you are becoming within the challenge. And when the challenge is over, because y'all storms don't last always, you know, just as much as it has to rain, the sun has to shine. When it comes to growing, let's just think life of growing as a plant. Um, and I've killed a couple. <laughs> but um, you have to have the root. And then the root creates this beautiful plant. And sometimes the plant could get cut off and the root still stays for years. But in order to keep that plant alive, you have to water it. You have to water it. So you have to have the rain. You have to have the water and the sunshine. And that brings me back to um, my Z5B days um, where we had to learn struggles. You know, there's no struggle. There's no progress. Those who want and profess to favor freedom but yet deprecate agitation are the men and women who want the crops without the plowing of the ground. Period. So, like, you, you have to go through that stage you know so make that action plan know that in that action plan you're going to have challenges but you're choosing to love the challenge again in life we choose to do everything that we want to do don't let nobody tell you that your life the way you live your life is not your choice and if you are living your life to someone else's choice baby it's time to be free honey it's time to be liberated like we it's 2022, honey. We're we not living to other people's choices and what they think is best for us because we know what's best for us because we are us. You know, at the end of the day, 
the person that you should want to see happy every day is you. The person that you should want to see free is you. The person that you want to see peace is you. And sometimes getting to those positive aspects of life, well, I'm not going to say sometimes, all the times, it's going to take, it's going to take some, some, some storms, you know, in order to be peaceful, you, you have to get chaos. Like you have to, it's not, you're not just going to walk and it's just going to be peace. Nope. You, you have to, you have to get chaos and you have to learn how to be peaceful within that chaos. So, you know, everything that we are working towards in our action plan, we know that it's going to rain and the sun is going to shine. And we are choosing to love that about it. Fear is an emotion. And emotions are like clouds. They come and go. Emotions are also like waves where they rise and they fall. So you must breathe through your emotional cycle. Um, It's the emotion. Fear is an emotion. So you breathe through it, but you don't let it conquer you. You work through it. What is causing me this fear? What is triggering me? Why do I feel this way? Start questioning yourself on how you feel, where you feel it, and going from there. Because you know yourself better than anybody. Sometimes you can lie to yourself, but you also know the truth. So, you know, we must, we must, um, address fear, um, know that it is an emotion and know that emotions are like clouds and waves. They come and go, or they rise up and they fall, um, and they go, you know, so it's, it's nothing to stay there. So you work through your fears. So how are we going to work through our fears, Sabria? Um, we got to do the work, everything that we do, we must do the work towards it and, that's just how we're going to get through stuff. We have to do the work, you know, regardless. Um, le- nothing in life comes without work. You know, sometimes it might be easy work. Sometimes it might be hard work. Sometimes you might be working hard. Sometimes you might be hardly working and it works out, but it's work. So over the week, we will explore one thing that you are fearful of or that you're fearing in your life right now. Um, what's the trigger and the deep-rooted disdain and how can you overcome it? You know, y'all, it's it's 2022 and we have seen so much, so much from our government, so much from our peers, so much from these celebrities that, you know, we so-called um, put on a pedestal. Like just, we have seen so much and we must use that knowledge. Like these people don't care about us. Don't get me started talking about the government. That's another story. <laughs> um, But yeah, like, you know, this pandemic really taught us that these people don't care about you. Um, I've seen with my own eyes, you know, um, I lost a coworker um, back in, in October. And I seen his position try to be filled before they even put him in the ground. And I'm not saying that to disrespect my job at all or, you know, my current place of employment for the time. For this week. Um, I'm not saying that to down them, but I'm saying, baby, they will have your position filled before your obituary is printed. And that should tell you a lot about some of the things that we are choosing. Some of 
some of what we're choosing sometimes don't choose us and we're trying to make it work, trying to make it work because of fear. Fear is driving us to make something work that we we know deep down in our heart is not for us. You know, I can't say what's in your heart and what your fear is. Um, I know mine is financial instability. I don't, I, I want financial stability. Um, but at what cost? At what value? So ask yourself, whatever you want, at what cost do you want it? You know, what are you being driven by right now? Is it fear or is it the love of the challenge? The love of success, the love of seeing yourself win for yourself, by yourself. You know, like what what is driving you? So, um, yes. So, yes, boss gang. Um, before we get to the ending quote, I just really, really want to encourage you to do it scared, whatever it is. You know, you don't know what's on the other side. Like, you know, you just, you just really don't know. And you owe it to yourself to overcome whatever challenge that you think that it is, you know, so what if it require a little hard work? You know, I, I can personally say, um, I kind of don't like working hard depending on what it is. If it's hard manual labor, hell no. Like that, that's not my ministry. Like I'm not working hard at that. I'll work, but I ain't working hard. Um, Oh, I might. Let me not say that because I did work hard when it came to um, my weight loss journey. So, you know, certain things, again, certain things we work hard at and we have to. So know that, you know, whatever it is, you might have to work hard at it. But think about the end result, who you're going to be, what you're going to be. And the journey not going to kill you, dog. Like the journey really not going to kill you. Um, depending on just, you know, who you believe in, your higher power, if it's your ancestors, if it's God, if it's Jesus, Allah, you know, we don't discriminate over here when it comes to religion and who we believe in because God is God regardless. But, you know, um, pray and ask them or, you know, the universe, talk to the universe, ask them to, to, to soften your heart. Um, and to prepare you for what you're asking for. So they will, you know, they will prepare you for the journey. You know, God, I'm asking to be um, this multimillionaire. Prepare me for that. But also know that what you're being prepared for or how you're being prepared, it, it's going to be uncomfortable because it's growth, you know. So when you are choosing love, love of a challenge, you're also choosing growth. So going to our ending quote, um, this is by Paulo Freire. Um, and he says the opposite of love is not as we many times or almost always think hatred, but the fear to love and fear to love is the fear of being free. So All right, boss gang. Unfortunately, we have came to the end of this episode, but we just wanted to show appreciation and gratitude for you being here. Don't forget to do your homework and we're going to see you back here. Same time, same place next week.
Tell a boss to tell a boss. Tell a friend to tell a friend that your homegirl, Bree is back with the podcast. Boss Talk with Bree. See y'all.